Hello there, you fantasy cosmographers. What's going on? This is the Matt Podcast. We're glad to be back. It's been a couple of months since we got together, boys. How you feeling? We got a lot of trades this week. Yeah, exciting. It's that that time of year. The calendar rolls into August. The Hall of Fame game is tomorrow, boys. Zach Wilson getting the start. Pretty exciting. Football is back. Let's go. Leave it to Byron and Tyler to kick off the league season. I mean, that was it. That was the gun sound. Shot in the air. Travis Kelsey trade. And we were off. I love it. Yeah, I mean, we had one before that way back in April. But uh, it really does feel like this week uh, with the Kelsey trade at the end of the week last week is just knocked over the beginning of the dominoes. So I'm excited to see what else happens because there's been a lot of talk, a lot of chatter in the background. So it just, this honestly feels like August 1st feels like black Friday to me. It's the lead up a month before Christmas. You start getting the hype. You're planning the family get togethers. You know, the presents are coming. You just don't know what you're going to get. That's, this is what fantasy football is all about, gentlemen. And that's why it's critical that we go over the important dates on the calendar this month so that you don't forget. On August 19th, we're all getting together at the MGM National Harbor. We're going to waste all the money we won last year. Yes. Yes. And, what if we didn't win any money? Yeah, not you guys, but yes. We're going to get really drunk. And then we're going to vote on rules. What could be better? What could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? What could go right, Drew? Glass half full. That's all I'm I saying. love that. Like, who knows what wonderful things could come out of this? Oh, man. The love it. second date would be the following day when we're all hung over from the casino <laughs> night out. It's your doing. It's time for cuts. 6 p.m. You have to get your cuts in on the sheet. That's what will determine what is going to go onto the website. That being said, you should also email your picks, uh, or excuse me, all of your cuts and your roster to everyone in the league just to confirm what you're doing. And that way it just gives us a little bit of, uh, I guess, fallback in case there's a confusion let's just i think there was a was it a Wentz? what well there was a few years ago oh philip rivers philip rivers i I was trying to wait to bid on philip rivers and he was gone that was so sad i remember that i thought i was being sneaky it was one of those like alan robinson fallen situations go no one sees philip rivers turns out everybody knew except for me and like one other guy and then, so that, so Byron, that's update the Excel, the the Google sheet by six p.m. on the twentieth. So Ryan's aim for like five fifteen, mm-hmm. um, six p.m. on the twentieth, and then yeah, we'll probably start an email chain. And um, you don't need to wait till six p.m. Right? Like Mike, Tim, I'm just throwing names out here. They're not <laughs> trying to target anyone. They're just the first people. Those like are just very lives. broad. Yeah, general exactly. names so just you good old american would, names well, there might even be more than one of them in the league who Probably. knows yeah for sure uh and then finally the most important date sunday august 27th we are getting together at my house the address is not gonna say it on a public podcast <laughs> draft day but it is draft day you we are again? going to have a stage Justin is prepared more than anyone else. He's talking projectors. He's talking screens. He's talking envelopes with confetti. 
I just do Why it not? out there. Let's I live. just do it out there. I want to live a little champagne. Let's yeah, I mean, there, there's talk of a green room, probably oh. 15 prospects getting little 30-second clips. I'm sure at least one will fall. You know, we'll Everybody's got to wear their best outfits. Oh, man. Between Byron's jerseys and all of us in T-shirts, but still. You know, yeah. do we, um, Byron, should we tell everyone the bad news or save that for later? Might as well get to it now. Rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah, so Byron's, what, you're going to Hawaii again this year and not going to be able to host the draft? Or is that just a rumor? Or that's no, real? Right? No, it's it's unfortunately true. Hawaii just loves me. I, the governor asked me <laughs> to fly down just to be part of the of the festivities. I don't even know what festivities are going on. They might sacrifice me to the volcano, but so 18 people in my basement again. Is that what we're looking at? <laughs> I think that's what we're looking at. It was sweaty enough last year. Um, this is a joke, right? This is a joke. Yeah. Thank God. Damn it. <laughs> no, my was wife was very, not prepared. My blood that. was boiling a little bit. <laughs> Drew is, this is not funny. Yes. I know we don't record the video portion of the podcast, but Drew's face was no. getting progressively progressively tighter <laughs> things you mess with guys now mess with my dreams don't mess with my dreams now remember the draft is going to happen probably around like what noon one o'clock but before then we will be playing virtual golf we'll wait you're shaking your head we'll play well, virtual golf we're going to be spitzing in the sauna spitzing. we're going to be spitzing did you hear that spitzing spitzing now what is Google it? it. Google it. Noon, high noon, high noon, Sunday, August 27th. Peyton's making nachos will be on the clock. Selecting uh, Bryce Young. I expect Commissioner. In I expect tie. him to show up early and make some freaking nachos this time. Commissioner in black tie. Just picture it, guys. Black tie opening up the draft, walking across the stage. Tim handing in his envelope. Gonna be great. Okay, awesome. Um, Why don't we get to that. our rundown this year? All right. So I think the next most important thing that we have to discuss is what we already referenced. We've had well, maybe a just a quick shout out and welcome to the league to uh, CJ. Um, you have tiny, tiny shoes to fill. Um, I joked on the podcast or on the group me, but. You've already sent out more messages in, what, I guess four hours than your predecessor did in the two years he was in the league. So uh, welcome, best of luck. Um, I'll call you later about that trade. And, uh, yeah, welcome to the league. I think everyone will call him later <laughs> There's a lot trades. Of, there's a lot of hounding <laughs> you're going to have to deal with for yeah. the first thing. I, I think what we should start, I know we had a rundown, but why don't we just, in honor of the new guy, each of us go down the list and give your first piece of advice to the new guy entering the league. I like this idea. Tyler, why don't you start us off? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the best piece of advice would be to, um, you know, he's only got really 19 days here to, to get comfortable with this roster and figure out. But I, I think the best piece of advice would be just to like, give it a week before you really make any moves or decisions. Cause this roster is not a complete mess, but it does need a, a pretty significant, sophisticated overall and, and hand to deal with. So um, mm -hmm. definitely take your time and 
learn the rules before you start. And on the opposite wheeling spectrum and dealing. of of the advice, Dave. Yeah, ignore what Tyler said. What you're going to want to do, get to your favorite uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, whatever you use. Download the map, the fantasy map. There it is. I almost got the name wrong. Download the fantasy map. You're going to want to scroll back in time. Okay, I'm talking August 21st, 2021. You want to listen to that podcast because Byron and I maybe were a little tipsy. We were very honest that day. I don't know about everything else, but very honest that day. You're going to want to carve out 42 or so minutes. Um, I think 41.40, but let's call it, let's round up. 42 minutes, just listen. Very honest. We added three teams that year, um, gave a lot of good advice. Uh, you're going to want to listen to that uh, and then kind of, you know, keep going, keep listening. I believe the episode there. you're talking about is the League 101 rules, concepts, and strategies. What a name. Is that available to the public right now? Yeah. Byron? Uh, I don't think it is. Yeah. I think uh, only you can only download the last three episodes because I'm a cheapskate. Um, but uh, Drew, if you want to hand me your credit card, no, it's you. You would have downloaded it, so you would uh-huh. have. But <laughs> you haven't downloaded it in advance. Well, here, CJ, I'll text you. You know, we'll start some dialogue, and I'll send you the link. Yeah, you know, a little maybe a little quid pro quo, right? Yeah, I send you this, you send me a second, yeah. it'll be great. Byron, what's your if what's Garrett your Wilson ends up on my team? Like, yeah, so be it. My advice would be don't trust any of the motherfuckers on this podcast. That would be my <laughs> advice. I think that's that's I thought you were gonna the take I, one. You, I was close. Every single one will I was gonna I was gonna be close, but lie yeah. their teeth. Yeah. I thought, I thought he was going to go with the don't, don't don't trade with Trave. Don't trade with, with Dave. Dave. That yeah. seemed like a softball. I was hoping you'd swig at it. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I believe that was September first, twenty twenty two. Podcast was entitled "Don't Trade with Dave." So I think we're going to reference that later. You have to you have to listen for a whole season before we get to that one. Well, it's also important to know that CJ has been waiting to get into the league for three years now. So all of the comments, pejoratives that I've leveled against Dave have he's heard, so he knows. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> New news. What he doesn't He's... know is the rest of us are just as bad. <laughs> worse, worse, yeah. far worse. Uh, all right. Well, should we get on to the trades now, gentlemen? Let's do it. All right. First up, this one. Two of the podcast members are involved in this trade. Uh, Let's you know go what? all Actually, the way I'm back. So sorry. Let's go all the way back. Chronological order. How about that? Yeah. Chronological order. The first trade of the season. The first trade the philly city sorry the philly city wides traded their 2023 second round pick pick 38 and their 2024 second round pick for kyler murray uh for that was on the punskatani pensive parakeets i mean this is i think a very a classic trade it's buying low obviously kyler murray has been considered a top 10 qb i have voiced my own thoughts on what I think of Murray as a quarterback. But he still has the running ability. If he does play when he recovers from the ACL injury, it's probably the cheapest that you're going to get a quarterback that can play at that caliber. And he's on a non-escalating contract, stuck at, I think, $75. So overall, I like to trade, especially if you're not planning to compete this year. 
Yeah, I think that's the key, right? Are you are you planning to compete this year? And it seems like no um, is the answer to that. But you have Lamar and him at 72. That's $150 in, in the quarterback position, but it's non-escalating, and they're two um, you know, mega talents at the position. So it's not a terrible thing to build around if you can find a way to spend that other $148 pretty wisely, $146 pretty wisely. I think the most interesting thing, sorry, since you guys didn't say anything, is the fact that the Cardinals – do have a chance to get 101 next year. Caleb Williams. They actually have two chances, right? And so, yeah. and so it's very interesting to see if Kyler Murray will still be on the Cardinals uh, or if he's going to be shipped yeah. off in some kind of weird trade. 100% people were talking about like, oh, will Kyler Murray play when he comes back? And then will the coaches just sit him? And I'm like, yeah, they'll, they'll play him because they need to find out. They need to find out if they need to draft Caleb Williams at the top of next year's draft and not Kyler. Well, I think I, I agree with your, your real life takes. Um, although I'd be shocked if, I mean, it's, it's a new administration there in Arizona. So I'd be shocked if they actually play him. Um, if they're so far out of it that he could potentially help them win some games. Um, I actually think the same logic applies here in our league, which is, I think this might just be, a pass-through trade for Kyle. I think Kyler Murray got on this team and he got great value, but I actually disagree that if he's trying to lose, um, trading those second-round picks, even though they're extreme dart throws, like he doesn't have a reason to tank. He doesn't have his own first-round pick. Um, I mean, he has it next year, so maybe, but like he, he's not going to be that bad with those two quarterbacks. But filling out the rest of the roster, there's not a lot here. He's going to cut... I would hope he would cut Michael Thomas and Hunter Renfro and open up some room, but but the and Kyler trade feels like it's a pass through, right? Like he's got him on under value for those two seconds, and then he can move on from him before the trade deadline if he comes back and get more value back for him. So I think that's actually kind of the long term play. You mean like a, a trade deadline deal? Yeah, ab- absolutely. That, like if, that could make sense. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot you can do with it. Um, I. This team needs a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but I just don't think $140 is enough to get two running backs, two receivers, a tight end, and fill it's out It's also your interesting with with uh, with Jordan Love on his roster, too. So, yeah, he anyway. Yeah. So, I, I will disagree just so there's some differencing of opinion on our podcast. Um, I think 218 was a lot to give up for a 70-plus dollar player. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Kyle looked and saw he was IR'd last year and thought he was half the value. Um, that was the first thought that went through my mind, but he is 70 plus dollars. Um, and so, like you said, it's hard to build a team around that. Now, that being said, when Kyler Murray was healthy, started and finished games, he was QB six on a fantasy basis. If you look at our league history, yeah, I did some research guys. You look at our league history as 16 team leagues, um, really either end of season, two top 10 QBs, or last year, at least dollar-wise, two top 10 QBs. That's the formula to win. So Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray, sure, it's a lot of money to spend on two players, as Tyler pointed out. But if you're putting 50 points up from your QBs, uh, you don't need that much from everything else to to sneak and win and, and make the playoffs. So I don't think this is a move 
uh, to just trade Kyler Murray later. I think he's locking in. He knows what his QBs are. It's non-escalating. And if if um, if he's trying to trade somebody, maybe it's a move to trade Jordan Love, right? Um, yeah, that seems to me like the player you're 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 most likely to trade out of this scenario because you could probably get a haul if he comes out and plays well. So yeah, and we've talked a lot about um, or you could get a haul right wait, now. Wait, isn't isn't he an RFA? Is Jordan Love an RFA? No, because I cut him. No, 24. He picked him up. Crazy. Um, So I think we we talked about the Philly citywide portion of this for for the Puxatawney Pensive Parakeets. I think with the unknown of, you know, is Kyler Murray going to start week one? Is he going to play at all this year? Um, You you have to make this move because Evan does have a win now roster. Um, Just needs to really fill that the QB slot and that QB position. And um, yeah, he should be, he should be good to go. So. All right, let's get on to the next trade, which the Ionsville cartographers traded Travis Kelsey to the, what is it? Streets meets. Is that the Monocacy it? street meet? It's singular. Sorry. Street, it's like citywide. Citywide is singular. Street meet. The street meets. But I did that just to piss you off. Uh, for a twenty twenty five first, obviously uh, Tyler and I are involved in this trade. So why don't we pass the microphone to Dave? You can start us off this time. Yeah, I mean, despite what happened in the postseason, I maybe we've forgotten. Um, I mean, we know who won, but the the team who entered the postseason with the most fantasy points in our league was the Monocacy Singular Street Meet. Um, and so to trade and bring in the best fantasy tight end, um, you know, position wise, uh, give you that value. I mean, you're getting, you, you've said it, Tyler, you're getting like RB2 value from your tight end, if if not even a little higher some weeks. So um, I think that's great. It's a win now move. Tyler, not afraid to, to trade future picks and, and um, you know, mortgages future for that. And and for Byron, you know, the the bill is due on the back-to-back championships and had to make some moves. And to get that 25 first, uh, I think I think will be a high pick. Um, obviously, Tyler, no incentive to tank that year if he doesn't have his first. But I think it'll be on the higher end. We'll see. You know, he could put something together. But um, from what we know today, I think it'll be on the higher end. And, you know, just a friendly reminder to the league, starting in 2024 – first round picks we we added the rookie option so 24 and 25 you you have an option to um extend a rookie deal their fourth year uh so those picks become a little more valuable byron's licking his chops for 2029 with that move um and he he probably really is <laughs> <laughs> like really what he was doing what this, he is, so. this is the win window <laughs> you can't see him but he's actually drooling right five-year plan <laughs> um yeah, no, uh, I think this is it makes sense for, for both teams. I think both teams are in for a really interesting to watch offseason. Um, Byron, in terms of who he keeps on this this roster, right? Um, if Kelsey's any, the first Kelsey's the first to go, but this whole team's up for sale. And then, I, you know, down for and then the players that are going to get cut from this roster too are going to be interesting to see because I think it's like most of it. So that's going to be fun, um, to see, see that flood of talent into the the market so to speak. And then um, what Tyler does, right? Cause he's got a heck of a, 
he's got a, a heck of a, a, a roster. He's got a lot of decisions to make outside of that. And so I think getting someone like Kelsey at a lower cost was a really smart move um, and, and gives him some flexibility with, with the decisions he has to make. Yep. I'm, I have nothing else to say. I, I think Tyler got the slightly better um, side of the deal. I think Travis Kelsey is probably a first and a second um, value, but honestly, I, high, that, that, that's I, a- I like the idea that I think 2025 might be a good pick. Um, and so, yeah, that's, I'm, that, I'm rolling the dice a little bit. That pick should be like Tyler will have to work some miracles for that pick, not to be a very good pick. Um, it, 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 not it's, necessarily, but I, I think it's hard to envision that pick not falling at least in the middle of the, mm-hmm. the first round. Um, obviously I'll have no incentive to tank, but, um, and quite frankly, Kelsey's not any younger than he ever was, which is, I mean, it, I left Byron hanging for about 24 hours on that one. It was a, it was like uh, a week. Well, yeah, so, <laughs> I, it a forgot, week? I, I forgot all about it. <laughs> oh, I didn't feel. Oh, yeah. And then and I was like, right, what right. was the trade again? <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that I literally a week later was like, let's do it. And like responding to then something. Then he texted me. He's like, Drew, you have an hour. Kelsey's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, um, I, look. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's a win now move. But if Kelsey gets hurt, this whole team will fall apart pretty quickly. And congrats to whoever ended up with my with my 24 first, which is, uh, I think, fancy footwork. So, uh, Next trade up, we have Rams are the best trading Allen Robinson uh, and the Lewisburg Luchadors have traded 209. So the Rams are the best receives 209. Lewisburg Luchadors receives Allen Robinson. Uh, I'll go this time. And honestly, yeah, I, I like the trade. I think that... The Lewisburg Luchadors are very invested into the Pittsburgh Steelers, so their fortunes will be aligned if Mitch, well, it's not Trubisky, it's Pickett. Can he, can does he pick- well, if Pickens does well, I think all of this could come together quite nicely. But on the other hand, if it fails, it's going to be a catastrophe and probably he'll lose the uh, the the seed of whatever the division will be called of this upcoming year. I have some hints it has rhymes with Lomies. All right. I mean, yeah, no, I think that covers that trade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's good. <laughs> All right. Yep. Yeah, fine. Let's let's move on. Uh, Drew's getting anxious. He has a trade that he has in mind. And you know what? We're just going to get to that trade right now. The Punskatani Pensive Parakeets have tr- uh, trade. DeAndre Hopkins, DJ Moore, and Jalen Warren. And the Vienna Rams are the best trade Jeff Wilson and a second round pick in the 2024 draft from, oh, the Punsicapani Pensive Parakeets. I should have read this beforehand. Get their own second round pick back. So, um, yeah, and the, it, the Parakeets send um, the pick 38 in this year's draft, the right oh. to that comp pick as yeah. well. Yeah, I have literally no thoughts on this. Drew, do you want to go? I mean, I don't know what to think about this uh, at all, uh, except we're going to find out. Um, These seem like all players that uh, Punxsutawney was probably not interested in keeping, right? And which is why 
wasn't a huge amount of value um, to get back for these players. You talk about a $52 DJ Moore after a very disappointing season last year. There's buzz about his connection with, with Justin Fields, but who knows what to really expect um, from that at $52. Talking about DeAndre Hopkins, who knows what the hell to expect there. Good risk to take, but $35. Who knows what to expect from that? This is, but I think what it also is more curious is, is the other players on, on Dave's team, right? What is it? It just, Dave has made trades like this in the past too, where he's made this trade and then he's just cut the players, right? Yeah. That's this what... gives him options. I think um, I'm not sure it really means anything, <laughs> um, but it's, it's curious. It's curious and curious because Devonta Adams in there 64 and he asked me $12 more for Devonta. I'm going with Devonta, but you have options. Maybe you trade him. Maybe I mean, there's you know, Dave's going to trade a whole bunch of stuff. So, I I like I, I just it's intriguing. That's all. I don't know what to think. I don't have an opinion. There's no winner here. It's just huh. That's odd. All I saw. That's all I thought. Well, I mean, I think you you nailed it, right? Dave has made this exact trade. Maybe not quite literally exact trade, but something very similar in the past, where he takes on expensive assets in exchange for a cheap asset that might overperform. Um. Honestly, it it's exactly what you just said. It gives him so many options. And I do think what we'll see is either he's going to find a way to offload yeah. one or two of those guys and or he'll cut them at the end of the day. Um, at Dave's roster overall is incredibly intriguing. Our whole division is really caught in this like rock and hard place. Um, so I think we're all like and CJ's walking into this, so God bless him, but we're all kind of waiting for the other domino to fall right now, including Mike, um, and and we'll see what happens. But Dave has now given himself kind of a cornered the market on veteran wide receivers with medium rate contracts compared to their production. So and that's not even getting into the uh, the restricted free agent wide receivers. Yes. Yeah. So Dave has uh, <laughs> six uh... wide receivers that are. Brandon valuable. Cooks, like there's some interesting wide receivers in his RFAs too. And he still has Jamison Williams down at the bottom too, who yes, will miss half the season, but Rashad Bateman's there. Like he's got wide receivers for sale, folks. Talk to Dave. All right. I was just trying to remember who was it? Was it DeAndre Hopkins actually? You were trying so hard last year to trade DeAndre Hopkins. And you had so many offers you were telling me about, but then all of a sudden you had to cut him because no one, no one traded for him. Yeah. Now you got him. All right. Yeah. That was interesting. Uh, one of a few players I cut last year. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And now I just had have... an issue, guys. I really wanted to get into the draft this year. So I needed that pick 38 had to be part of it. Rookie drafts going to be awesome. Be there. Tim has said that this is he's studied this draft, so he knows. You have three draft picks, right? You have you have 25, 27, 38. That's a lot of picks, man. All right. So now we're gonna get into the unofficial trade. Falls to pick 38. That'd be great. We're gonna get into the unofficial trade. Uh it has not gone through the site yet, so we're still waiting with bated breath to see if this happens. Um Drew, since it's your trade, would you like to cover what the various sides gave? I sure would. I uh, gave up Cooper Cup's rights. Um, he's a restricted free agent this uh, season. 
um, and I gave up a 2025 20, second. Um, that's a conditional second. It can be improved to a 2024 second if I lose a restricted free agent for over $30 because of a condition on another pick. But right now it's a 2025 second. And in return, I get pick 17 and Mike Ryan's 2024 first. All right. Well, uh, if you guys, Tyler, Dave, Drew, if you don't mind, I actually have a special guest that I've asked to come on to the podcast to analyze this trade so if you don't mind i just <laughs> i'd love to give them the first tip anyone okay it sounds like you guys are all okay with it so uh, yeah, yeah. uh could could you just uh sir could you just give us a grade on this trade just to start us off my first reaction to this was f my second reaction was i gave it a little bit more thought was should we consider kicking tim out of the league wow that is that's pretty brutal. Um, why don't you could you just give us some more thoughts on the matter? Like, like why? What would you say to Drew uh, if he was to make this trade? Do you just enjoy stabbing your friends right in the back? Is this? I mean, it seems repeated, <laughs> a repeated offense. At some point, does your conscience like tap you on the shoulder and be like, I? like this human being i i don't want to see him in pain i don't want to see him just get fucked over constantly well, does that ever see that thought ever cross your mind when you're you're engaged in the trade it's absolutely absurd valued cooper Cup's rights as much as they did had no ability to keep i don't i just don't think he even looked at his situation how little leverage he should have had beyond that and then got fleeced, completely fleeced. Awful. It's absurd. There's literally no defense of this trade. It should be vetoed. Wow. Okay. Harsh words. Harsh words. Um, I think we I think we have our first analysis. Dave, do you want to like, you know, maybe come at a different angle or anything like this? That was a little brutal. Oh man. Uh, well done, special guest. Thank you for that insight. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. Uh, anyway, um, I'll uh, I'll give a slightly different take if you want. Um, what I'll say is, Tim got a great player, right? In Cooper Cup, um, no doubt he he enters the season as a We'll say consensus top three wide receiver option. Um, I would say when advice for Tim or advice for everyone, you know, don't you don't need to get focused on a certain player. Um, you know, if if the cup chip didn't fall, there's um, you know always wide receivers on my team um, or or others that that you could go after. But um, you know, at the end of the day, he he got a. Got a very good player. Um, I think you're bringing in good value to a, a young team or a building team. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I I think there were other first round picks that I would have rather moved. Um, I know you have three this year and, and you're excited, but maybe move one of those. Um, but that all being said, at the end of the day, who got the best player in this trade and, and drew left with no players. So um, Tim got Cooper Cup and, 
I'm excited to see what he does in the draft and, and the rest of this offseason. Um, but as we heard from our special guest, it, it was a lot to pay. Yeah, and I'll I think Dave, you kind of you kind of danced around it, but you you've said the same thing I said a little earlier in the in the week to Tim in our in our chat, which is look, I think the the approach is correct, right? Go and get a top flight receiver for a team that has been in Tim's own um, nicknaming uh, team ground and pound, right? Go ahead and move an asset, go get a top receiver. I'm just going to just pan over here to the RFA list um, of which Cooper cup is a part of. He's not under contract right now. He's the oldest wide receiver of the group. I'm about to read off. He has an injury history that is now getting longer and, with the injury of this training camp, um, which happened just after the trade went official and which was one of the main reasons I was. Well, was un- unofficial, not official. Oh. Yet. The site oh. hasn't, hasn't accepted anything. Oh, okay. Yes. An unofficial trade as of right now, but, but you get the point is that uh, it's in order. CD lamb, Mike Evans, T Higgins, Brandon, Ayuk. All four of those players are younger than Cooper Cup and outproduced him last year. And Drew is already shaking his head. Cooper Cup missed a large portion of the season due to injury or was hampered by injury, right? He is already injured coming into this training camp and has already crested 30. Behind him comes Michael Pittman Jr., Jerry Judy, Gabe Davis, Mike Williams, Adam Thielen, who's also old himself. Like the wide receiver list this year, this is before people make cuts, is incredibly deep. There was no reason to send essentially a late first and a future first for a player past 30 with a deep injury history when that player was going to be available to him anyways and several times over. So... I, yeah, I mean, I, he addressed okay, the need um, and he addressed the need and it's still like a solid B minus C plus for him, but like he overpaid by a lot for, I think for no, what he could have done. I think he, no. he might've overpaid, but you have to overpay to get a player like that. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think mean, the comparison, the comparison to, to some of those players is, is a, is a joke. Which um, one? Cause the first four all, are all not. Of them. Yes, it is. None of those players have even come close to scoring like Cooper Cup. Wait a minute. These scores. Drew, you so, sound like the guest we had earlier. Uh, yeah. A little bit. Anger in your. I think the, uh, the, 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 you know, the point the guest made was about much lesser talent. Sure. Um, <laughs> and about a situation where the, the owner had much less leverage to keep players. Um, the owner in question right now has over $180 in cap space and can, can keep players. Almost 80 of which so, is going to be dedicated to Joe Burrow. So like, possibly, but he can move a lot of those players. He's talking about his two of the RFAs <laughs> that I have, right? We're Austin Eckler and Cooper cup. People are going to want them because they're two of the top six players in the league in almost every single fantasy draft. So there's a difference between comparing, I don't know, Michael Pittman. I can't believe it. We're comparing Michael Pittman to a player that, consensus in every single redraft league right now is top six right the only I, player on that didn't. list there the only player on that him. list the only player on that list there's two players on that list that are comparable one jefferson obviously like different league and then maybe you can make an argument cd lamp that's about it um so so yes i think that's a little bit of a stretch i think you know there's a difference between giving up the rfa rights for certain players that are in a different league 
Um, and then run of the mill bums like Brandon Ayuk. I've had him for three years. Are you kidding? Like, no. Um, like what? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Um, other than that, um, um, I think that. Yeah, he had to he had to give up a, a good bit, but he did get the best player. You know, one of the top seven, eight players in the league. That's what you pay. You know, I have no thoughts on this trade in particular, but I will just go over what I think maybe in future years, the logic that you should consider, this is maybe for CJ just as much as for anyone else in the league, is when you're trading for RFA rights, what are you actually trading for, right? Like the player will become available unless he's going to be, unless they're franchise tagged. So what you need to evaluate is what is this player going to go for? At best, Cooper Cup, if as amazing as Drew is saying he is, is going to go at the lowest, probably $50, $55. We saw Devontae Adams go for something like that. At the high end, he's probably going to go for what we saw Stefan Diggs go last year, uh, last year, which was $64. So knowing Drew's caps situation, you have to assume that, and now that you've also broadcasted that you want this player, right? Like there's no condition in this trade. So if the value goes too high and you don't accept it, then all of a sudden you just lost a first and second and received nothing in return. So if someone bids $65 or $70, you're 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 in trouble because you have to accept it. So essentially what you've done is you've traded a first and a second for $10 to $15 in cap space. You hope maybe $5 in cap space if you had just gone over and bidded $70 when you hit RFA or any of the other wide receivers that were available, like Justin Jefferson, for instance. So that's where I would consider in the future evaluating a proposal like this and maybe playing a little bit more hardball with the person who is on the other side. Are you a, uh, are you a poker player, Byron? I am not a poker player. I, uh, if you haven't noticed all of my expression, I uh, had no poker face is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) There's a term in poker. It's called pot committed, right? It's where you have so much money in, you just, you can't fold, right? You've, you've got all your money in, not a real thing. You can fold, man. No such thing as pot committed. The loser's mentality. You wanna you wanna win. Um, but I, I would say, you know, to to your little rant there, Byron, I, I think Drew was set on moving uh Cooper Cup. And I think if it didn't go to Tim for this deal, it would go to someone else for some other deal. So Tim was able to start August 1st with a star wide receiver and has three weeks to build a team around him instead of um searching. Oh. Well, he's got three he weeks to build it. To build a team around a player who's already dealing with a hamstring injury. So and it's 30 on what will be one of the five worst offenses in the NFL this year. So no, 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 no. The but LA Rams like, sleeper pick for the Super Bowl. 61 odds right I mean, now. Obviously, as your fandom. And again, I just want to say, like, Tim addressed a need and used his assets to make a win now move. I think it was the right idea. I just think. Look at the other players that are coming on RFA. That's what you're targeting. And look at the younger, probably cheaper talent um, other than Cooper Cup that doesn't have the injury history. Can I can I throw out a what if? Wait, yeah. for fun. Who Absolutely. would you rather have on your team? DeAndre Swift and Cooper Cup. Sorry, DeAndre Swift and Amari Cooper or Cooper Cup? The former. Yeah, the former. 
at at their cost in our league? Is that the question, or in general? Yeah, yeah, the former then. Yeah, <laughs> Cooper Cup in a heartbeat. That's not just me talking. I mean, that's that's. Mm. I mean, expecting like, a lot. Look, out of, I know out he of had. This... That's expecting a lot out of DeAndre Swift. Um, that I'm not sure why we're expecting that out of DeAndre Swift. I, I'm not though. If you get RB two production out of DeAndre Swift and He's he misses, still expecting a lot out of DeAndre Swift. Their RB two in our league is the top thirty two running backs. But still, I mean, yes, but RB two in our league for what you actually need to compete is more like the top twenty four. And I mean, this is all pointless discussing, right? Yeah, because it already happened. We just like had the hamstring injury too, so this is just now just in. It's just yeah. I mean, I was right immediately. I was immediately right. That's the biggest thing. Oh, the season hasn't started, so we'll be right if Cooper Cup misses time in an actual game, not preseason yeah, but, games. But what do we know about hamstrings? Like we know that this is a they're on the legs. That is, yeah, thank you, Dave. Legs. All right, we can. That was Dave. A plus, right there. All right, point for me. Yep. Yeah. But did did my speech come off as ranty? I feel like I was so calm. Dave, you said my rant, and I was like, I was "Oh my say. god, it was so." I just, you mean. know, you were talking. I just figured it was. Oh a rant. yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of blacked out. I get that. A lot of people say they have that when they listen to me speak. So. Um, I was looking at your face. I knew it. I knew it was a. The rage. A the rage. Um. So, all right, I think that's it for our agenda. Or do we have something else, Dave? You you always remember. So, like I say, just one thing. Um, in sorry, we we know we lost Keith. Um, and someone's out there. The reason he's got a kid on the way doesn't have time for fantasy football. But just there are, uh, I think, four four dads in our league. Um, and out of the eight championships, those dads have, have four of them. So just saying being a father, you know, you're, you're entering the, I, I mean, on a percentage basis, you're more likely to win a championship than not. So, but how many of those championships were won when they had a child? Well, I, I don't <laughs> want to answer that. I think oof, we, oof. I right there. <laughs> Tyler, was there another trade that we forgot? What other trade? Did we talk about the Jeff Wilson or the Allen Robinson trades? We did do the uh, Allen Robinson trade. Yeah, I guess we forgot the Jeff Wilson. No, we did talk no, about we did the, do the Jeff Wilson was, trade. Yeah, we did. the DJ Moore. Yeah. We didn't really talk about the Jeff Wilson side of that. but Yeah. Yeah, we didn't talk about Jeff Wilson. That was... <laughs> oh, my God. I, I blacked that out for like a hot second there. Yes, Dave got a lot of wide receivers. We're good. All right, then. Well, as, as you can see, once again, we are bringing such professionalism to this yeah, podcast. For real. For real, uh, yes. I'm just eating nuts this whole time, <laughs> chewing in the microphone. I really hope that comes through for all of y'all who so, uh, be over the years. ASMR. Yeah, it's going to be great. Breezes nuts. All right. Uh, well, gentlemen, until next week. Which I won't be a part of, so you guys are gonna have to do it without me. But until next week, I bid you. Are we? Is there a? Um, I know you were trying to do an exit there, and I guess I could have waited thirty <laughs> seconds. But are we doing like a a live podcast on the nineteenth? Like maybe do a little recording in the MGM lobby. I'm down.
We can absolutely do that. I think though, with sure eight Adam of our twelve it. listeners, <laughs> we do need to have the reporters during the draft. We'll set up a side room for media to analyze the picks as they're coming in to make sure that we're getting it out to the fans uh, live. Dave, you don't have many picks, do you? Oh wait, Tyler, you have fewer picks, right? I literally have uh, one for now. I have one as well. Won't be here for long. As you can see, all of us are in it. <laughs> we'll be able to give you that hard knocks reporting that you've so come to expect from this, <laughs> this institution. And with that, I'll leave you. I'm coming out of my draft and I've been doing just fine. Gotta, gotta do well because I want it all. It started out with a trade, how did it end up like this? It was only a trade, it was only a trade Now I'm watching the game, but I'm scoring nothing While he's dropping the ball, it's running it back Now they're both of my team, and my stomach is sick And it's all in my head, but it's winning it all